you know that you're supposed to be putting out content. You're supposed to be marketing your business in some way, whether that is YouTube or a podcast or a blog or Instagram, Facebook, Instagram Lives, Instagram TVs, Reels. It, the list goes on and on and on, right? There are so many ways to create a marketing strategy, a content strategy. But how are you supposed to create a content strategy that actually moves the needle in your business? How are you supposed to create a content strategy that actually converts, that gets you sales, that builds your audience, that makes a difference for what you're doing and trying to do in your business? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today because it's not enough to just throw content out there. It's not enough to just put content out there for the sake of putting content out there. You should have a strategy, but how do you implement a strategy that's going to make a difference? I've got four ways for you to do just that. Four things you can do to help implement a content strategy that converts your audience. And I'm so excited because I know this is a highly requested episode, so I can't wait to dive in. We're going to go ahead and do that right now without any further ado. You're listening to the Chasing Simple Podcast, episode number 40. How do I run a successful business from my home? How can I possibly wear all of the hats? Am I the only one that struggles with staying organized? What am I supposed to do about work-life balance? How can I create a solid schedule and routine? How do I even stay productive? And the biggest question of all, how do I manage it all? And can I really create a business that I love without being chained to my laptop? Welcome to the Chasing Simple Podcast, where hard conversations and actionable education meet simplicity. I'm your host, Amanda Warfield, time management coach, online educator, and crazy cat mama. My mission is to help overwhelmed biz owners get more done in less time so that they have more time and energy for what matters most. If you feel overwhelmed or occasionally lost in the roller coaster that is entrepreneurship, I want you to know that you aren't alone. Those things you're feeling, you aren't the first or the last to feel that way. The hard things you're going through, someone else has already been there too. Each week, I'll bring you transparent conversations, actionable steps, and a judgment-free community to encourage and equip you. So grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever your drink of choice is and meet me here each week for love, support, practical tips, and advice on simplifying your biz. Let's do this entrepreneurship thing together, shall we? Calling all overwhelmed side hustlers. If your ears just perked up because I know there are a lot of you that are side hustling here in my little Chasing Simple audience. I know there are a lot of you that are overwhelmed trying to manage your side hustle. Also working in nine to five and running a household and doing all the things and just living life, right? If that's you, I have something so exciting to share with you. I want to tell you about the Overwhelmed to Organize Summit. It's a four-day event that will help side hustlers get their businesses organized while ditching the overwhelm. And I'm going to be a speaker. I'm going to be there and I would love to have you join me. All you need to do to sign up for this free summit, this free event with so many amazing speakers. Seriously, there are some great names in here and I've seen what their topics are. You're going to love this stuff. If you want to get a hold of this, if you want to join and you want to see me over there and come watch my presentation, I would just love to have you. All you need to do is head either to the show notes or head over to amandawarfield.com forward slash O2O summit. So that's O and then the number two O 
Summit. Okay, I really hope to see you there. This is going to be an amazing free resource for all of you that are side hustling. And the really cool thing is that the woman who's putting this on, Carrie Roberts, she has multiple side hustles and she side hustles by choice. Her goal with her side hustles is not to turn them into a full-time business because she enjoys her nine to five. And so the host of this event is there. She's there right now in the trenches with you and she has recruited some amazing speakers to join her and to help all of you side hustlers ditch the overwhelm and get your business organized so that you can enjoy side hustling again. So again, head to amandawarfield.com forward slash O to O summit. That's the number two. And I hope to see you there. The very first thing you need to do and to wrap your mind around if you're going to implement a content strategy that converts is simplifying. You guys know that I'm all about simplifying, simplification, make it simple. Here's the thing. If you are doing too much, that's going to keep your focus on completing those tasks, on what you're doing, on the things you're pushing out. But instead, you should be focused on how your audience is responding to the content that you're putting out. Their focus should always be on them. So here's what I mean by that. If you're trying to show up on too many platforms, if you're trying to push out too much content, you have no space to really sit back and take in what your audience wants. The best way to know what kind of offers and products to put out is simply to pay attention to your audience and how they respond. If you put up a story and you get a ton of response from it, what is that topic? Dive deeper. What are they interested in? A lot of times we sit here and we throw spaghetti at the wall, but then we don't stop to see what actually stuck. And you have to stop and look at that in order to grow your business. That is how you keep the train moving. That's how you keep momentum going. Yes, it is important to throw spaghetti at the wall. Always. I I still do it. I think everyone should continue to do it so that you don't stagnate. But you can't only throw it. You've got to see what sticks. So simplify what you're doing so that you have the space to do that. And then the second thing you want to do is once you have that space and you've stopped and you've looked at what sticks, give your audience what they want. Continue to do market research. Two great ways to do that. Again, Instagram stories and then an annual survey. If you're on my email list, you probably saw the giveaway I did last month in December for the annual survey. I set up a giveaway. If you filled out the survey and you gave me responses, you were entered to win a $50 Visa gift card. I have so many ideas for content now because the whole survey is basically market research. It is data mining. It is what does my audience want? What are the people that are invested in me and that open my emails and that follow me on Instagram? They, these people that have responded, they're my most involved followers because let's face it, it's not easy to convince someone to fill out a whole survey, right? Especially open-ended questions. So if someone has taken the time to do it, this, this little four page printout I have right here beside me right now, that's one of the most valuable tools I have in my business because it tells me exactly, exactly what you want. In fact, this episode right here literally came from a question that one of you made in the survey. So when you have that space, give your audience what they want. And then the third thing for a strategy that actually converts is consistency. 
I cannot stress enough the importance of consistency. I've told this story in a few workshops, but I don't think I've ever told it on the podcast. Maybe I have, but it's it's worth repeating. So when I first started my business, I followed this educator, influencer, whatever you want to call her, and she was amazing. I felt like I vibed with her. I really appreciated the content she was putting out. Like the content she put out was good. It was so helpful, so valuable, so educational. And I, at this point, had made no money, zero dollars, very beginning in my business. And if you've listened to episode 36, I believe, about my unpopular opinion about investing in your business, you know that I don't invest lightly. It takes a lot for me to want to invest in someone. And I was really considering investing in her. And I was at this point where, you know, she would say I'm going live and I was there. I put it in my calendar to show up for when she was live so I could get the most out of it. When she said she was doing a workshop, I attended. I signed up. I was all all in, right? But then she started to, I'm going live. And then I would show up and I would wait. And I would wait and then she would post in the Facebook group and say, hey, sorry, I'm going to be a few minutes. And I was like, okay, you know, life happens. Things happen. That's fine. No big deal. But then it kept happening and it happened again and again. And then sometimes she would say she was going live and not only would she not post to say she would run a few minutes late, it just was like it never happened. I was going back and looking through old posts. Did I miss something? Was it canceled? And this inconsistency drove me away. I certainly didn't invest in her. I stopped even bothering to try to show up for lives. I stopped really even showing up in her Facebook group. And it's not, again, that what she puts out isn't amazing and valuable. It's just that inconsistency makes it hard to, one, want to, I don't want to put my effort in if it seems like you're not putting your effort in. And that's not, I'm not saying that being inconsistent means that you're not working hard, but that's how it looks on the outside, right? I don't want to put my effort in. I don't want to show up for you if I feel like you're not going to show up for me. And it just makes it hard to trust. So that right there is why consistency is so important. You don't have to, again, simplify. You don't have to show up all the time, but just show up consistently. Show up when you say you're going to. Show up when, you know, your client's expects you to set an expectation. The best way to be able to show up consistently is to batch. You guys know I'm all about content batching, but setting aside that one week a month to batch all of your content for the next month, it is game changing for your consistency. And consistency is what builds your audience, which is what builds your business, right? Batching is key to showing up consistently and to implementing a content strategy that works because you can have the best strategy out there, but it doesn't mean anything if you can't actually implement it. You've got to be consistent. You've got to show up consistently. And the best way to do that is by getting it all done at once for the month and then moving on so that you don't have to literally show up every single day. Hi, Pamme. <laughs> oh, pa- <laughs> Pamme has started going outside lately, friends, and she doesn't like to go out for very long, and she makes it known when she wants to come in. Clearly, she is standing outside my window and screaming. She can see me. She's screaming at me to let me know that it's time to let her in. Okay, now that I've got the little monster inside and settled, 
batching. Batching is the best thing you can do for consistency. And if this is something that you want help with, if you want to learn how to create a batching system that works for you, no matter how many hours you have in a week, no matter what medium you use, if you want to learn how to create your own batch week schedule, save the date for February 23rd because that is when the doors are opening for the next live round. This will be the final live round. I know a lot of you have been waiting specifically to enroll for the next live round. This will be the last one and it's going to be a night class edition because I know that there are a lot of you that are side hustlers that want to join, that want to be part of a live round, but you can't make it during the day because you work a nine to five. So last final round, live round, night class edition. Mark your calendar for February 23rd for that. And then the fourth thing you need, and the last thing we're going to talk about, is patience. And you might be like, what, Amanda? What does that have to do with implementing a content strategy? Here's the thing. Everything in business is a long game. A lot of times we can look at the things we're putting out and we're wondering, why is this not having immediate results? Why is this not happening as quickly as it should? But everything is a long game. Getting followers, getting email subscribers, making sales. It takes a lot of time to build up that marketing, to build up that traction. It took me two years to start getting traction in my business and then it slowly continued to build. There is no overnight success. If there's overnight success, it is backed by something else, I promise. And to give you guys really clear numbers and facts, first year in business, I earned $109. Second year in business, I earned $1,019. And year three isn't over because I'm recording this in December, but this year I'm looking at $13,000. In revenue. That is a major jump. It was a major jump from 109 to 1019. And there was another major jump from 1019 to 13,000. It took a lot of time. There were a lot of hard days and a lot of frustration and wondering why it wasn't happening faster. I wish I had known and I wish I had followed someone who said, this takes time. It's going to take years. That doesn't mean some people will have faster success. There are certainly people who have had success faster than me, but I just want you to know it's not uncommon. It is super common for it to build slowly. And then once you start gaining traction, it does gain faster. With the first launch of Content Batching Bootcamp, I made $727. The second launch, I made almost $2,000. But now at this point, not that far after the second launch, I'm passively making about $750 a month strictly off of Content Batching Bootcamp sales. I'm not doing a whole lot of marketing. I'm not launching it. I'm not pushing it. People are just finding it in these other ways like Pinterest. That is a long game. Like, you know, seeing me post one thing about it on Instagram. Everything you do is a long game. And if it doesn't have immediate results, that doesn't mean it's not fruitful. Here's the thing. Have patience and focus more on serving your current audience, no matter how small it is, rather than just trying to grow Focus your content strategy on serving the audience you have well versus let me put content out there to grow my business. You're going to grow best if you serve your audience well, if you serve your current clients well, because they're going to want to share about you if they feel like you've given given them what I call Disney level customer service. If you ever call Disney for anything, they have the best like they are top-notch customer service. I can remember one time we had gotten these 
really cute little, I don't know if they're like soup mugs. They're giant, giant mugs. We of course use them for coffee and we have a Minnie and a Mickey one. And I noticed that the paint underneath the glaze was cracking in one of them. And I emailed, and they're supposed to be dishwasher safe and microwave safe, right? So I emailed the customer service team and I was just like, can you guys, like, are they actually microwave safe? Because they're cracking and I, like, I don't, the cup says microwave safe, but should I not be putting it in the microwave? And they emailed me back and were like, hey, we're going to send you a new one. Keep both of them. That right there is amazing customer service. I felt so heard, so fulfilled, so loved. And Disney, I mean, Disney does this in a million trillion different ways. They have the best customer service. So when I say Disney level customer service, that's what you should be giving your audience. Serve them so well, they can't help but tell others about you. That's how you're going to grow best because word of mouth referral is the best kind of referral. Think about it. If someone tells you, go follow this person on Instagram and they you automatically feel connected to that person in some way versus if you find someone randomly on the people you should know page on Instagram, you're curious about their topic, but the connection's not really there because you don't feel like you know them yet. It takes longer to warm you up to them, right? Focus on your current audience, have patience. They're going to help you create a warm audience if you serve them really well, which goes right back up to simplify and give your audience what you want. So, This week's action step is to give yourself the permission to throw spaghetti at the wall and not have it all figured out. Even once you've quote unquote made it, still give yourself that permission. I mentioned earlier that I still do this. I still throw spaghetti at the wall at you guys and you don't even realize it, right? Because it's still in my wheelhouse, but I'm seeing what sticks and what do you want more of? This happened with my a year in preview workshop. If you saw me talking about that last month, I had no idea that that was going to be something you guys wanted help planning out your year. I never would have come up with that on my own. But when I posted about it on Instagram, I got so many messages about it, which was a dead giveaway. This is something I need to look into further. This is something I need to ask more questions about. That's how you figure it out. There are a lot of things I throw at you that I don't get any response for. And I'm like, "Mm, nope, try this again later maybe, but not right now. So you don't have to have it all figured out at no point in your business, no matter how big you get how much you grow. You do not have it, have to have it all figured out. And it is okay to throw spaghetti at the wall to see what your audience wants. So write that on a sticky note, give yourself that permission so that you never forget that it is okay to be in that place. And this week's book recommendation is The Guest List by Lucy Foley. This one is kind of, it's an unreliable narrator-ish, but there's multiple storylines or multiple narrators And you just don't really know what's going on fully. So it's not quite an unreliable narrator, but it is in a way. And it's kind of dark. So there's your warning for that. But I found it really fascinating. And there were a lot of twists and turns. And I thought it was a great book. So highly recommend. And until next time, I hope that you'll go out and uncomplicate your life in biz. Thank you so much for joining me here today, friend. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave a rating and review. This is a great way to help spread the word about this podcast and help other wonderful women like yourself find it. You can find this episode show notes as well as tons of other great resources over at amandawarfield.com. And if you aren't following me on Instagram yet, I'd love to connect with you over there. 
I'm at Mrs. Amanda Warfield. Shoot me a DM and tell me what you love most about this episode. Thanks for being here, friend. I'll see you next time.